With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello. This is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymoor, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Bertilla Buscardin. I was her parish priest, but it would be wrong to say I knew Annetta Buscardin well, for I don't think anyone really knew her. If any credit should fall to me in regard to what took place so recently, it's that I sensed in her a profound religious vocation and recommended that her pastor propose her to a convent. <laughs> Don Capovilla, you must pardon me for laughing, but you aren't really serious in proposing this girl to a convent. Well, it may seem absurd, Father, but in spite of the fact that many of the parish think her simple-minded, there's something extraordinary about Annetta. Mm, something indefinable, huh? Something you can't put your finger on. Yes. Oh, how often I've heard that, that indefinable something about this, that, and another girl that opens the door of a convent. And inside of six months, she's back with her parents with a desire of martyrdom knocked out of her by the hard work and discipline of convent life. After the hard work Annette is accustomed to, the convent would seem like a rest home. Well, now look at your own report here. Now, what kind of a recommendation is this? Ailing in health? Her intellectual capacity is slight? She's lacking in initiative? I should have listed her virtues first. So if you'll read on, you'll see that... Oh, yes, yes, I see. A firm will. That's hardly a recommendation. 
One with a firm will and limited intelligence can do a great deal of mischief. But I've also written she has a balanced practical judgment and an unobtrusive way of carrying out daily duties no matter what they are. Now, how do you know this? By making inquiries of people who've hired her as a domestic. They all say the same. Annetta can be trusted to carry out any task assigned. Hmm. How much education has she had? I'm afraid she's gone to the village school more or less spasmodically. She had to go to work rather young. And you know as well as I that she comes from a home that's uh, disorganized, to say the least. But I regard it as a tribute to her strength of character that she's been able to rise above her surroundings. And isn't it the fact that this girl has been nicknamed uh, the Goose by the other children? Yes, that's, that's so, Father. And you still think I should propose her to a convent? Yes. Hmm. Where is the girl now? In your anteroom, waiting for your decision. Oh, my dear friend, you should never have built up her hopes. And you refuse? I must, Father. No convent would accept her. Well, will you at least talk to her? Very well, very well, since you ask, but I'm afraid it'll only upset her. You know how young girls are. Yes, I know, but Annette is not easily upset. As I said, she has a balanced, practical judgment. Uh, well, have her come in, please. Immediately, Father. Come in, Annette, please. Well, thank you, Father. <clears throat> come closer. Sit down, child. Thank you, Father. Well, now, Annette, Don Capavilla tells me you wish to enter a religious order. Yes, Father. Because you're unhappy at home? Oh, no, Father, I'm not unhappy. Well, tell me, then, just why do you want to become a religious? So that I can become a saint. Oh. Oh, indeed, just to, just to become a saint. Yes, Father. You have no uh, higher ambition? No, Father, all I wish is to be a saint. Now, look, child, you're, you're not in good health. And life in a convent is very hard and exacting. Oh, but if one turned one's back on hard work, the dishes would pile high in the sink. Yeah, so, so it would, so it would. But now do take the advice of one who knows what's best for you. Give up this, this fancy. Just take care of yourself, get some more education, improve your appearance, and someday, it, it might be sooner than you think, some good, honest peasant will marry you. Oh, but I will never marry. No, why not? Oh, Father, you know saints never marry. Oh, some have. I mean by that before they entered the... <clears throat> well, never mind. Now, look, child, I'm going to be as honest and as kind to you as I can. You want me to be honest, don't you? You couldn't be anything else, Father. Thank you. Thank you, my child. <clears throat> well, now, it may hurt a little, but you simply don't have the... Uh, intellectual capacity, the proper domestic and educational background. Oh, you the... mean I'm a goose, like everyone says? No, 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 not at all, not at all, child. I, I oh, only... I don't mind. A goose isn't supposed to be very bright by people's thinking, but, well, maybe from the way a goose thinks, people seem rather foolish. And they are very useful, don't you think so, Father? Uh, useful. A goose. Yes, 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 indeed, they're there. Very useful. And you don't have to be the brightest person in the world to be useful, do you? Uh, well, no, no. Lots of people are useful who aren't very... So even though I am a goose, I could be useful in the convent. I, I mean, in the little way of St. Teresa. You are a follower of St. Teresa? Well, from the time I was old enough to read about her. There must be lots of little tasks in the convent the sisters would rather not do, like like scouring the pots and pans and washing clothes and peeling potatoes. Yes. 
I suppose Mother Superior could always use someone who knew how to peel potatoes. And I'm good at that. And there's more to peeling a potato than one would think. Indeed. Well, don't you just take off a slice with a knife until there's no peeling left? Huh? Oh, that's just the way a lot of domestics do it. Slice away most of the potato. Now, if you boil the potato first, you can pull away the skin and leave the entire potato. So there's really no reason why one can't eat the skin. It won't hurt you. Potatoes, skins. Now, now how did we get onto that? Well, you asked me how to peel them. Don't you remember? <laughs> oh, my... Child, you must have caught me on my off day. I don't know why, but I'm going to send you out to the convent. You can tell Mother Superior I sent you, and tell her you have my permission to apply. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Father. I'll go this minute. No, wait, wait. Now, don't don't rush away. Yes, Father? Uh, when you see Mother Superior, I suggest you don't tell her you want to enter, uh, so you will uh, become a saint. But it's the truth. I know, but uh, even so, you... Uh, you keep it a secret. What shall I tell her? Oh, tell her that uh, how useful you can be, how you can scour and wash and, uh, well, um, um, tell her how much you know about uh, peeling potatoes. I was her pastor. I should have known her well, but I knew nothing about her, of the things that really mattered. The depth of her devotion, the humbleness which I mistook for simplicity of mind. Yes, I should have known there was something extraordinary about her, for when she entered the room that day, I was fully determined to refuse her request. And yet I ended up by granting it. I was glad I lived long enough to testify in her behalf before the Congregation of Rites. For then I came to my confession of my own blind vanity. Of course, she was refused admission at the local convent, as I knew she would be. However, a year later, she was accepted at Vincenza by the Sisters of St. Dorothy. I'm Sister Paula. In 1904, I was novice mistress at the convent at Vincenza when Annetta Buscardin entered. A large number came that year, but I remember Annetta, may God forgive me for my blindness, as the most unpromising novice I'd ever seen. I assembled the entrants and called off their names in alphabetical order. She was first on the list, and perhaps that was another reason I remember her so well. Annetta Buscardin? Yes, sister. Well, well, step forward. Don't stand looking at me. Uh, yes, sister. Oh, you've been given the name of Bertilla, who was abbess of Shell and was later a saint. A saint? Oh, thank you, sister. There's no need to thank me, Bertilla. Now, what are your special talents? Talents? I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Silence. By talents, I mean, uh, what can you do? I can't do anything. Oh, no. oh come, come. That's impossible. True. I'm a poor thing, a goose. Teach me, sister. I want to become a saint. <laughs> Bertilla, I'm not sure I heard you correctly. Did you say you wanted to become a saint? Yes, sister. <laughs> Very well. You shall take the first step on the road to canonization. Report to the scullery and tell Sister Joseph I sent you to replace the dishwasher. Oh. 
I'm the Mother Superior at St. Dorothy's Hospital in Treviso. Often over the years have I thought of Sister Bertilla. She came to us in 1905 to learn nursing after spending a year in the convent at Vincenza. I went through her record and then called her into my office for her interview. Sit down, sister. I hope your trip wasn't tiring. Oh, no, Reverend Mother, not at all. I'm ready to begin my nursing study the minute I unpack. I'm very much afraid, sister. Judging from your record, you're not quite ready for that. You're sending me back to Vincenza? No, I'm sure we can fit you in here in some capacity. Oh, I'll do whatever you tell me. Splendid. Now, let's see. You worked in the scullery, the bake shop, and the laundry at the convent. This is very, very good. Oh, thank you. The sisters in charge report your work was excellent. Your obedience and willingness beyond reproach. They were all so kind. However, I'm a little surprised that in the face of these most commendable reports, you were not given promotion. Oh, but I was. From scullery to bake shop to laundry, all in one year. That's not quite what I mean, Sister Bertilla. Well, Sister Joseph said no novice washed dishes so clean and with less breakage. Only one cup in three months, and that was already cracked. I do need a kitchen maid, and since you've so much experience and seem to like it, I'll put you in the kitchen, for the time being at least, until we find just where you fit in best. Well, thank you, Reverend Mother. Report to Sister Louise, who will instruct you in your duties. She left without a word or look of disappointment. I would see her from time to time on my tours of inspection. Sister reported Bertilla's work was perfect and wanted to keep her. I forgot my implied promise that the position was temporary until it came time for her to take her vows. Then I realized she had been among the pots and pans for two years. You sent for me, Reverend Mother? To tell you the great news myself. As a reward for your faithful work in the kitchen, you're being promoted to help in the children's ward. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, how wonderful it's going to be to get away from those pots and pans. Why, sister, I... I thought you liked your work. You did it so well. well. Sometimes the things we dislike are done best because we dislike them. In the ward, pay attention to the doctors and nurses. Learn all you can, and someday you may be a qualified nurse yourself. From then on until she died, Bertilla devoted herself to the care of the sick. She had a marvelous feel for the little things that made children happy. One day, it was shortly after World War I broke out, I visited the ward and saw a momentary look of pain cross Bertilla's face. She was bending over a child's bed, and as she straightened up, she put her hand to her side. Now, go to sleep, dear. And I'll, I'll read to you when you wake up. Sister Bertilla, is there anything wrong with you? Oh, wrong, Reverend Mother? No, no. Why do you hold your side? Oh, it was just a twinge, a cramp of the muscle. You look very tired. I think a vacation would do you good. Oh, no. No, please, let me go on. I'm not thinking of the present work. The hospital most likely will be taken over by the government for the troops. The workload will be extremely heavy. Then you will need everyone. Please, let me stay and help. Only on condition you take care of your health. Oh, I shall, I shall. Well, see to it. With wounded to care for, no sister can afford to be ill. 
1915, our hospital was taken over by the troops. Every bed, cot, and mattress on the floor was occupied by the dying and the wounded. Though there was little expectation of invasion, there was fear of bombing. The nearest fighting was over 50 miles to the north, in the Alps, where the Italian army had held the Austrians and Germans at bay since the start of the hostilities. One morning in October 1917, an Italian captain came to me. Reverend Mother, how many beds do you have here? None. I assume more wounded will be arriving. Yes. Many? A great many. Has there been a change in the military situation? The enemy has broken through our line at Caporetto. We have retreated and we're trying to reform our lines on the Tagliamento River. Less than 30 miles from here. If we can't hold there, we will move back to the Piave. The hospital will then be in the front line. Now, it's only fair to warn you on the lives of all will be in danger. If you want to evacuate... We shall be needed here. Anyone who can apply a bandage will be needed. We shall remain. God bless you. Reverend Mother... I'm frightened by the sound of the gun. We're all frightened, Sister Bertilla. Teach me to be brave. We must teach each other. Is it a sin to be so terrified when men call out in pain and for water in their thirst? It is not a sin. Mother, you're wanted in surgery. Water. Water. Sister Bertilla, take water to the officer, then change the dressing on the patient next to him. I am Captain Mario Lemery. I'm the officer who came to the hospital to arrange for beds. On the way back to the lines, a shell exploded, and I knew nothing until I woke up in the hospital. The upper part of my body, including my head, all but eyes and mouth, was bandaged. I was crying for water. And then she came. Angel, she was. That's what I called her, just after coming back from death. And that's what I knew she was when my head cleared. I'll have to lift your head forward so you can drink. It may hurt. Water. Drink slowly, lest you gag. More, please. No, a little at a time. Oh, I must go to him. I'll be back soon. You're an angel. Sister. Sister, help me. Yes, I... I've come to change the dressing. Tell him to stop the gun. Now, please lie still. You'll open the wound again. Can't you... Can't you tell him to stop? Mother Mary, won't any... One stop them? It's just noise. It won't hurt. You must be brave. I don't want to be brave. I don't want any medals. I want to go home. Don't let them send me back. You'll not have to go back. You're hurt too badly. Sister, haven't you finished the dressing? I've just started. Then hurry, others need you. Sister, are you sure I won't have to go back to the front? Sister, haven't you told this boy the truth? Oh, Mother, let him wait until he's stronger. You should know now. What should I know? What is it? Why didn't you tell me? Did she lie when she said I wouldn't have to go back? No, my son. You'll not return because of your legs. My legs? They had to amputate them to save your life. <gasps> oh, no. Now finish no. the dressing and then report it. Eric! Eric! Everyone to the basement! Sister! 
sister, don't leave me alone. Hurry! March to the basement as you've Sister, come away. I can't walk. You took my leg. Don't leave me. Carry me. Mother, please. You will obey. Leave the patient and go to the basement. Cowards. You devils. Run away. You run away and leave us who can't move to die. out of here. We'll all be buried alive. The orders are to stay undercover. There's less danger and we have patience to look after. What's to happen to those above? We can do nothing but pray a bomb doesn't fall on the hospital. But we've run away and left them all alone. We cannot save them all. Our orders are to care first for those who have a chance of recovery so they can fight again. If someone could go to them with some wine or coffee, they wouldn't feel we had deserted them. That's a very good idea, sister. Prepare the coffee and wine. But who's going to take it upstairs? I won't assign anyone. I'll call for a volunteer. Oh, no, no. Don't ask me. I, I can't. I can't stand it. Let us run. We'll be buried alive. Sisters, we need someone to take wine and coffee to the wounded above. Who will volunteer? waiting. I looked at each one in turn, and each held up her hands in a plea of utter helplessness. May God forgive me, I didn't have the courage or the strength to go myself, and I put the coffee back on the stove. Mother, I'll take the wine and the coffee to the men. No. No, you would never manage it. Please, let me try. You're not afraid? Oh, I'm very much afraid, but I'll say my rosary as I go. And perhaps the Holy Mother will protect me. Very well, sister. Go, and God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day, he arose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven. Except for the sound of the bombs, all was silent in the ward. The cursing and the screaming had stopped. It was a lonely place. A room full of helpless men. Where nothing moved except the lips of those in silent prayer. And then, I heard it. And to the Son, a voice coming down the car, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
angel. A saint. Oh, no, Captain. It's only Sister Priscilla with coffee and wine. the way I remember her. In truth, an angel, a saint, saying her rosary to give her the courage when the bombs were falling to bring wine and coffee to the wounded, who could not be moved to the basement. She was suffering from cancer at the time, but no one knew that until she died a few years later after an operation. I was present at her beatification in 1952. And now this morning I pick up my paper and I see a small boxed item. Blessed Bertilla Boscarton is to be canonized May 11th, 1961. And I can testify to the truth of what was written of her. A chosen soul of heroic goodness who was a truly angelic alleviator of human suffering. I want to thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.